Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another crypto current for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are coming to you with another crypto current as we do every week. Crypto Corey, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Excited to be here. We are excited to have you. And by we, I mean me and Spencer. So let's jump right in. We got some interesting news. A lot of it surrounding Bitcoin this week. Um, it seems, I, I don't know about you, but I, I feel like lately we've been talking a lot about Bitcoin. Is that how you feel too? Or Yeah, I mean, Bitcoin drives the conversation. You just really can't get away from it. It's, it's the king of all cryptocurrencies and it always leads the way. And it probably always will, huh? Yeah. All right, well, well, let's jump right into it. We have some interesting news. We got a billionaire, maybe shirtless, maybe not. He, um, Bill Miller, I actually don't, I've never even heard of this guy before, but he must be some sort of big news. Uh, he has invested a lot into Bitcoin. Is that correct? That is correct. He's put 50% of his net worth into Bitcoin. So that's a lot. That's a lot of Bitcoin. Yeah, that, I mean, it's at least. I don't know what's half a billion. Five, 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 <laughs> 500 million. million. That could be, so, I don't know, was that like 10 Bitcoin? or <laughs> no. 100, 100 Bitcoin? No, no probably more like 10,000. Okay, I can't do math. I'm sorry. So what, what's the, what's your take on this? What do you, what does it make you think of? What What are you thinking? Well, I, I mean, he's, he's a well-established billionaire. He's been around for a while. Where did he, do you know where he made his money from? Um, He made it at... Uh, I can look it up real quick. It, Leg Leg Mason Capital Management. He he joined them, I think, in uh, nineteen eighty one. So he's been there for quite a while, um, and and uh, made a lot of money for them and and his investors. And I I just think it's interesting because I want to co- compare and contrast him to like Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett hates Bitcoin uh, with a passion. He thinks it's horrible. He doesn't like it at all. Uh, and a lot of people listen to Warren Buffett and think that Bitcoin uh, has no value because of, of what he says. I mean, Warren Buffett is very well respected. Uh, the Oracle of Omaha, they they call him. Um, so to see another another billionaire out there who's willing to put half of his net worth into Bitcoin, that's a big stake. That's, you know, a billionaire can throw around a million or even $10 million and it's not that big of a deal to him. But, but to put half their net worth net worth into bitcoin that's a pretty big stake for them to take has he what has he said on the matter has he said anything no he really hasn't talked much about it it was in an interview um i'm trying to remember where uh i want to say it was something like cnbc talked to him and he said um that he had about 50 percent of his net worth in bitcoin so it was pretty shocking i mean it, it made the news yeah, that is that's pretty crazy, but I oh don't know. I think it's pretty cool. That's so, so do I. Um, but it hasn't helped the price any. Maybe he needs to put the other half of his. Maybe he needs to put the other half, yeah. or at least another quarter. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, speaking of Bitcoin, which this whole episode is probably going to be about Bitcoin. Um. Let's talk about the hash rate. It has declined 15%. What's that all about? Yeah, so th- this is really interesting. And one of the, what I consider to be a, a feature in Bitcoin, and that is the ability for the, the 
uh, hash rate to uh, affect the difficulty of mining cryptocurrency. So, and and it was brilliant uh, when when Satoshi Nakamoto uh, came up with this idea. Um, this is really part of the the security that goes into Bitcoin. So, when more miners come online, the hash rate uh, has to be increased; otherwise, they'll mine the blocks too quickly. So it becomes more difficult. But as you see Bitcoin start to decline in price, you'll have some of the smaller pools or, or uh, one-off miners. Remind me of that. I got to talk about being a, a solo miner in a second. But people who might be trying to mine on their own, um, it, that because the difficulty is so high but the price is low, then the amount that they're getting paid uh, as they join these pools goes down. And if they're in an area where the electricity is is expensive then their profits could easily be cut in half and so i think they call it minor capitulation when you start seeing miners just quit mining and they'll just be off the grid until the difficulty comes back down and the price of bitcoin goes up enough that you know when they do their calculations it becomes worth it for them to turn the miners back on so as the price of bitcoin climbs you will see that the hash rate will will go up and I think there's been studies, you know, I don't have them at, at my fingertips. We, we probably should look into this. Um, there's been studies that the hash rate going up or down um, has a relationship to the, the price of Bitcoin that has a pretty strong correlation. Okay. So just in general, is, it, is this a good thing or a bad thing or kind of just a neutral thing? Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's actually kind of a neutral thing. I think it's more a reflection of the price of Bitcoin. And what what we're seeing in the market with with Bitcoin uh, really hovering around that forty two thousand mark, um, making it difficult for people to make money mining. Mm, okay. Well, that that's interesting. So um, let's move on now. We we've got kind of speaking on of miners. Yes. A, a kind of a funny story here. A, a Tesla Model Three owner is mining Bitcoin with his car. What's that all about? Yeah, so I don't know if you remember uh, our conversation. Oh, it was probably 15, maybe even 20 episodes ago where uh, I think it was Blockbeard uh, that had suggested getting a, getting a Tesla and somehow hooking it into the, into the battery of the Tesla and then putting it on one of those charging stations so he could get free electricity and then just mining uh, Bitcoin in his trunk. Um, I was of the opinion that in the summertime, the trunk would probably get too hot for the miner and, and it would probably melt the motherboard. But this, this owner uh, did it. He's, uh, it says that he was able to earn up to about $100, eight, sorry, $800 a month mining uh, uh, Ethereum out of the back of his um, uh, Tesla. But there's others now who have reported that they are actually uh, mining Bitcoin in, in their Tesla. Now, to be clear, uh, this voids your warranty on your Tesla. So I, I hope the $800 a month uh, that you're earning is worth it. Yeah, you'd have to do that for quite a while. Yeah. So would that even pay off? Is that so, a viable strategy or... Um, Because uh, miners can cost a lot of money. Yeah. So you'd have to do it for... How long before it? Yeah, pays I off? I don't think that's the issue. I I, I think in, in my mind, the the real issue is the fact that they're stealing electricity. That this is this is in my opinion a dishonest practice, and I think if it if it goes on, that you'll start seeing 
uh, uh, anti-theft measures put in where the Tesla will only charge for a certain amount of time and then you can't get it to charge anymore. And then maybe if they drive away and try to drive to another one that, that somehow they make the, they make the charger smarter so that there's some sort of uh, an ID on, on the cars that, you know, is, is transmitted back and forth. But I mean, that, that would be a lot of work to put into it. But if they're, if they're stealing a ton of electricity mining cryptocurrency, I just don't, I think that threatens the whole, uh, electric car network and i feel like it can't be that good for the tesla if you're just <laughs> juicing it but then also juicing it up at the same i don't know maybe that's yeah it's maybe I'm ignorant on the it's matter. probably it's just i don't think it's just a it's just not a good idea um and i and i think it gives uh bitcoin mining a uh a, a, another black eye and, and we don't need the bad press it's funny uh, it's a funny story to, to tell but it in reality i I think it's theft. Yeah, that makes sense. Where was this guy at? Was he in the United States or? Um, because I feel like what you're saying, he probably has to be in a. He's in Wisconsin. Okay, yeah, that's a lot colder. Oh, yep. Uh, One of them's in Wisconsin. I don't know where the other one is. I wouldn't give out where I lived if I was, nor would I give my name if I hacked my Tesla. Was. Yeah, Elon Musk is probably. Yeah, Elon Musk will find you. Tweet right at him. (laughs) Yes, knowing knowing Elon Musk. (laughs) He's a funny guy. Um, All right. Well, let's move on to our last topic. And this one isn't Bitcoin related, but we've got uh, an NFT marketplace. Let's let's talk about that. This one uh, I included in our stories uh, for this week because I think it's a it's a pretty big deal. So the Associated Press. Now, think about this. The Associated Press, the mighty AP. That's been around, but I didn't realize they were that old until I read this this article. They've been around for 175 years. Oh my goodness, that's a long time. They're, um, you know, a well recognized, a uh, highly esteemed organization. If if you if you believe in the press, and they're they're creating an NFT marketplace to allow um, things like their photographers to to turn uh, their pictures into NFTs. And they're going to be minted on the on the Polygon blockchain, which I think is a really good choice. Um, and I think it will give their, uh, you know, people who probably don't make a ton of money uh, taking pictures or writing articles, um, an opportunity to have another stream of income. I, I think it's a it's a great idea, and I think it's showing that NFTs are going to go um, mainstream. I think that that the silliness that we saw with with you know the the board apes yacht the board ape yacht club the you know the pudgy penguins the crypto punks I think that that you know those will always probably have a a high value but there's just been so many copycats uh, as I predicted uh, markets just been yeah saturated. the markets just been saturated they are silly they don't they don't really provide a lot of value uh, but something like this does um, there's there's a lot of photographs that I think uh, would be unique and be uh, fun to own. And I think would have a lot more value because of their, their uniqueness. They've captured something in a point uh, in time that can't be necessarily replicated. Yeah. It's like a story too. Yeah. Think of well, the, like, well, like is, is this for like when they, they publish a story, the, 
the picture that goes along with the headline or or am i misunderstanding that yeah they they, they didn't go into um a lot of detail but it's it's basically for the ap photographers for them to be able to sell their uh photographs as nft art now think about it um remember the the, the famous photograph at uh, iwo jima where they're raising the american flag i mean that's yeah. that's universally recognized uh, around the world what what would that photograph be worth if it was yeah. if it was an NFT, uh, and you had the ability to to own it? Um, you know, I I think that that would fetch a, a lot of money. And here we have, uh, you know, the digital world spanning the physical world, uh, where they've actually taken something from the physical world and captured it, and then digitized it, and then and then been able to to sell it. And being able to own the rights to those pictures. And then because we are in a digital economy, if you think about how you consume news, when was the last time you picked up a newspaper? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, can't even I mean, you're kind of young. Do you even know what a newspaper is? I do. So I've read one before, <laughs> mostly just the comics. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, these, these are things, you know, rapidly becoming things of the past. And so your artwork, if it exists in an NFT, could be picked up by a, a news story, and then they could pay you a small fee to be able to use that particular picture in their in their article or or in their media. So, um, like I said, I I think you're going to see NF- NFTs really are a big deal, and and they're the heart. They're at the heart of the utility for blockchain. So we have cryptocurrency that everyone gets all excited about. And then we have these crazy little pictures uh, for NFTs that people get excited about. But the real value is to be able to tag real world items and track them on the blockchain or to take something of value that a lot of people would want and could use somehow like a picture from from the AP and and attach a unique identifier to it. These NFTs, Uh, you know taking real estate and turning that into an NFT or fractionalizing it so multiple people can can own shares in it. This is this is where we're headed. Your driver's license will probably become an NFT. Your birth certificate could be an NFT. Any type of legal document that you have could exist on the blockchain authenticated as an NFT. So I I think this is where where blockchain starts to get exciting for me. Yeah, is in the the real world application. All right, well, that's all I've got for today. Did you have any uh, anything else you wanted to say before we sign off on this cryptocurrency? No. Uh, usually we do three topics, but we did four today, so this is probably a, a little bit longer one. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good one, so I think we covered some good stuff. Um, and I guess with that being said, the only thing left to say is stay cryptic. Thank you.